we're back. Welcome to Real Lucha Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Lawrence. And I'm Miguel. And we're here to bring to you another breakdown of AEW Dark. This is episode 85, which took place April 20th, 2021. And let's get into our gimmick, The Breakdown, where we break down the results of the matches. Run it. Welcome to the AEW Dark Breakdown of Episode 85. Excalibur and Taz are on commentary. First match to begin tonight is Joe Janela versus Will Allday. Shout out to Dami Dreamer as the bad boy wins with a Death Valley driver. Second match is Ryzen and John Skyler versus SCU. SoCal Uncensored stays united as the best melter ever takes it. For match number three, we see Ashley and Steph MK versus Big Swole and Kylene King. MK Twins debut is spoiled by Swole's rolling elbow. Fourth match is Brick Aldridge and Cole Carter versus The Butcher and The Blade. Aldridge is owned with Drag the Lake. Fifth match is Jake Manning versus Sunny Kiss. The Man Scout returns but is put away by the concrete rows of the Fireman's Carry into a split stunner. For match number six, we have Jay Lyon, Midas Black, and Ken Broadway versus Evil Uno, Stu Grayson, and Ten. Dark Order wins. Fatality. Seventh match is Andrew Palace versus Billy Gunn. The one takes the victory with a Famouser. Eighth match is Fuego Del Sol versus Dante Martin. The one half of Top Flight is doing well waiting for his older brother to come back from injury. He keeps his singles career going with a 450 on Soul. Match number nine. Number nine. We got Queen Amanada versus Diamante. After the three amigos and a Casadora stunner, Diamante makes the queen tap with a chicken wing crossbody scissors. Tenth match is Hayden Buckland and Kit Sackett versus the Varsity Blondes. The more experienced team takes it with a powerbomb second rope edgeomatic combo. Eleventh match is Max Caster versus Alan Angels. A hidden shot with his chain lets Platinum Max steal the win. Twelfth match is Baron Black versus Powerhouse Hobbs. With all the uncertainty going on with Team Taz, one thing is for certain is that their members will continue to win on Dark as Will does here with Town Business. And now for the thirteenth match and main event of the evening, we have Dean Alexander versus Pac. The bastard doesn't even break a sweat in this one and makes quick work of Dean with a brutalizer for the tap out. Brutality. Bastard comes out on top, as you can imagine. This was a this was a job out if I ever saw one. Of course, Pac, Newcastle's finest, is gonna take it over Dean Alexander. What kind of main event is that? But that is our closing match of the night. Um, Pac just eating his way through an opponent. I think we got to a point, at least at the moment, where. Pac is probably the best representative of Newcastle, considering how 
lackluster their performances have been in the Premier League. <laughs> what about Alan Shearer? I said currently. He's been, he's been retired for <laughs> 20 years. That guy's a legend. No, he is. He is. But uh, yeah, like Pac a, is yeah. He's brutal. He's he's a juggernaut. I saw what he did there because he got he got the brutalizer. Yeah, the brutalizer. <laughs> uh, all right, so he's such we, a bastard. We did it. He is a muff freaking bastard, isn't he? Um, but yeah, let's go into the promos. Congrats to Pac, Death Triangle. Um, but yeah, Pac, we need to see you with real matches, right? Uh, promo number one is a cold open package by Darby Allen. Right, starts off the whole show. Darby says people compare him to Jungle Boy. He doesn't see it. Jungle Boy is too nice. He needs to know that everyone is willing to stab him in the back, and if he wants to step up to him, he'll need to flip a switch. Interesting. Interesting that he's uh, mad at at Jungle at all. Right, he kind of showed a little bit of maybe not mad, but um, intensity there. Yeah, which I'm surprised. Aggression. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good word. Good vocab. Promo 2. Package for Ricky Starks. Talks about Hangman falling under uh, pressure even though he is number one ranked. Uh, Ricky is drinking at a bar. It's time for Ricky to move to the top and uh, Hangman to step aside. How many chances does he need? He's waiting for someone to knock him off his stool. He'll be his Huckleberry. And uh, yeah, um, great promo. Great, awesome promo for Ricky Starks. Probably his best, one of his best. Uh, I really like uh, him making fun of uh, Darby too when he would <laughs> come out in his, uh, you know, back back in the day he would come out in his yeah, makeup. Man. He says that he likes skateboards and, and turtles. Turtles. <laughs> that was a really good one. So promo three is uh, backstage with Ryan Nemeth, Cesar Bononi, and JD Drake. Uh, Nemeth thinks JD will be a sexy wingman. Bononi doesn't. JD thinks he's already sexy. Nemeth gives him some clothes, some clothes to try on. He'll show Benoni he can be sexy. I I don't know what the point of that is. In you know, uh, in general, right? Like, why are you trying to prove to Benoni that he can be sexy in particular? But you know, uh, I I have a feeling where this is gonna go, and it's gonna be pretty funny. I think. Promo four is in ring post match with Sunny Kiss when he came to AEW he vowed to kick and shake some ass he remembers it like yesterday he earns his way to being all elite and uh, he wants to put the locker room on notice and this is after uh, he beat Jake Manning the man scout right a lot of love to the man scout from here in uh, Real Lucha this is a man scout pod for sure shouts to Northeast Wrestling new Anyways, uh, those were the promos of the night. Would you like to give us your uh, thoughts on any of the three matches that uh, happened in uh, AEW Dark Episode 85 that um, you just want to highlight, you want to talk uh, talk about, you want to talk smack about it, um, anything. Smack. Just highlight them. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. So uh, the first match I want to talk about is the match between... <clears throat> Actually, be the match between Big Swole, the tag team match, Big Swole and Kylan King versus Ashley and Steph MK. Firstly, I really thought Ashley and Steph MK were gonna uh, get like get pounded this yeah. whole match, but they gave a surprisingly good showing. Uh, like the match kind of, I don't want to say drag, but lasted longer, a lot longer than I thought it would. 
just because I thought Swole and King were gonna win it rather quickly, like easy peasy. But yeah, I was like, especially Steph MK, I really liked what she was doing. She kept doing like she had reversals for like the throughout the match on Swole and King, especially for King. Um, I mean, like if I was like completely new to AEW, first watching it first time, I would have thought that. Steph MK was the star of the, of the match. Wow, that's saying that's that's saying. Yeah, something I'm sure. assuming she's not all elite, so given that I don't, I rarely see her. No, she is not. Okay, yeah. So I, I wanted to be all elite because I think she's a massive talent. Uh, Ashley did okay too, but definitely Steph. For me to highlight with Steph MK, she did um, she did a crucifix. Uh, What's it? I don't know if I'm calling it the correct term, or, but she did like a crucifix suplex too. Um, swole on two separate occasions. You know what I'm talking about? No. How does it go exactly? C- crucifix uh, suplex were um, or like kind of like they have you know like they have um she has a carry in front of the back as if she's gonna do like a crucifix pin, but then she does like a suplex like a German suplex instead. Interesting. Oh, yeah, so. it, it maybe like a a tiger. Yes, 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 yes. Exactly. Sorry. Yeah. A tiger suplex. Yeah, tiger suplex. Okay. And cool. um, but yeah, no, I I knew like I knew it was gonna last. I knew Swole and King were gonna win, and um, yeah, I mean Swole eventually won it with her rolling elbow st- uh, string, but that was, <laughs> excuse me, but yeah, that was uh, such a great match. Yeah, and yeah. they're twins, the the MK twins, right? MK sisters. Yeah. So interesting. And then the next match I want to talk about was actually between Sunny Kiss and the Man Scout. So another appearance on uh, AEW from the Man Scout, Jake Manning. Uh, as we've, if you listened to our other podcast before this, you will know that we're massive uh, Man Scout fans. So I'm so happy that he made another appearance here. However, I <laughs> no disrespect to you, Sunny Kiss, or any Sunny Kiss fans out there. I hated that he got owned also by Sunny Kiss. I really hate it. Because Sunny Kiss, I don't know. I, I know he he's a good wrestler. He's a good competitor, good athlete. The thing is, I, he just, at times, he I forget that he's not trying to strike me as like a joke wrestler. Because of his uh, because of uh, the twerking stuff that he does, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, if that's what you're into, could, like, fine. Like, I'm not saying that, oh, yeah, like, People who twerk are like jokes, but I mean, just like you know, this is a you know match. I know it's it's <laughs> fi- it's fixed, but still, I want a good storyline here. This is a match, goddammit! Why are you <laughs> shaking your ass? You should be throwing fists. So I really hope not that glutes. I, really, I really hope that Jake Manning continues to show up here, and eventually he'll you know get a win, or you know if he can't get a win, then he'll put on a great show, like he'll. Um, be able to go toe to toe with a solid competitor and give them a true run for their money. Yeah, um, I I really quickly, uh, yeah, it's interesting you say that. Um, that that's the way you feel. I, the way I feel is, um, I think Sunny Kiss is uh, funny in in that sense, right? Like uh, there is like the twerking and stuff like that, and you've seen it before, right? With kind of like uh, male wrestlers, um, kind of showing some of. What you would kind of consider female uh, actions, right? Like yeah. Like some femininity to that. Uh, Goldust was, right, the originator of that. Maybe not the originator, but one, a, a huge one, right, for uh, for us. Yeah, a pioneer. Pioneer. And uh, because, you know, 
doing it that back in the day that made people way uncomfortable right yeah so um nowadays it's nowhere near that but i'm sure to even some people it is and i think it's uh it i i think it's funny and i don't I wouldn't want Sonny Kiss to completely stop doing stuff like that. Yeah, no, I don't want him to stop. But, yeah, I'm not asking um, him to change. But uh, I definitely see his talent. Great in-ring worker. Um, I We definitely haven't seen um, Sonny Kiss at 100%. He, he, he does some great stuff. And uh, I'm, you know, I'm thankful to... Maybe because it was Man Scout, I just felt kind of bad. So. Yeah, well, <laughs> there's some bias. We really cheering for Man Scout to, you know, not to, you know, go over, sure. But even just to... Uh, get some more offense. Yeah, like I said, really nothing against Sunny Kiss. I mean, I honestly wouldn't want a man scout to win against most of the guys in the AEW locker room. To be honest, <laughs> I'm really, I'm really digging the the team, the team of uh, Kiss and Janela too. Oh yeah, it, it's so entertaining. I, th- I think unofficially their tag team, their tag team name is Bad Romance, but I'm not sure. Like the song, yeah. Lady, oh, that's that's cool. So and then, and then the um, yeah. what, sorry, what were you say? No, I just want to say, uh, do, yeah. So that was was that the that was the second match? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the other match I want to talk about actually was uh, Fuego del Sol versus Dante Martin. Oops. So Dante Martin, look, look, dude, like, oh, man, I'm kind of worried now when. Dare your brother Gvarius comes back, like, because I'm assuming you guys are gonna continue being a t- um, recommence being a tag team once your brother comes back. But you've been doing phenomenal job on your own as a singles competitor since he got injured, and I just really hope that once his brother, you know, comes back, he doesn't take away from that from his talent because they're gonna be a tag team. I, so I'm re- I'm really hoping. That I guess the silver lining is that I, I kind of hope. Well, I. It's more hope, but that when his when his brother comes back, so they can reform their tag team, that they're gonna be even greater now that Dante has had more experience. Thing is, is that can translate into the tag team division, and Fuego del Sol put on a great match. I mean, as much of a hot streak that Dante's been on, he's not the type to be dominating his his opponents, not yet at least. So I knew this was going to be, I had a good feeling that this was going to be, you know, a pretty even match, you know, so I, like Fuego was not going to like, you know, own Dante or or Dante's not going to go own Fuego. So yeah, I was confident it was not going to be one-sided, which it was not. I mean, Fuego kept, had, was able to keep up with Dante in his speed because, you know, Fuego's a high flyer too. And, um, they, from Alabama. and they both kept suiciding each other, like from opposite sides of the ring. Did Topico Nilo at one point to Dante, and then of course Dante eventually um, super kicked him twice, and then he finished it with the 450. And then of course another win for Dante. Dante's really racking up his record, his singles record too. And he's he's so young, I think he's like 20, and he was meant to be, he signed on to, he became all elite under the pretense he's going to be a tacting competitor. Now he's just doing a great singles run, having a great singles run, and um, yeah, and he's got a He's more. He's over five hundred now, I believe, which is great. All things considered, yeah, um, yeah, definitely a great input there. And it's very interesting that you talk about it now that he's doing his singles run. You're worried about the tag team. Um, I think this is potentially a good thing that happened. You know, uh, indirectly, we never want anyone to be hurt. But I think the silver lining you can get from this is when I saw Top Flight for the first time. They made their debut against the Bucks, I believe, on a Dynamite, and they did great. And I was very impressed, very impressed by Top Flight. Uh, to be honest, uh, in my uh, humble opinion, I felt like the 
momentum for them went down uh, afterwards. I thought that they gave their best match against the Young Bucks, and then the matches beforehand, even when they were going over, it wasn't necessarily anything different that I've seen. Um, it wasn't. It didn't give me the same feeling that I got when they fought, fought the Bucks. I thought they were very impressive against the Bucks and against uh, any of the other teams. They were just doing okay, right? Not terrible or anything like that, right? But um, I wanted to get that that spark again, right? Like, ooh, like get that new infusion of something new. And I think Dante is now showing off just what he can do by himself. So he can always incorporate that into tag team wrestling. And um, yeah, maybe at some point we can see Darius go on a little bit of a singles run and then uh, infuse both of that that good shit together. Right? Yeah, it's such a plus, massive plus that they're both so young. Oh, yeah. Like still. Yes. And um, exactly. Yeah, I gotta say, I have. I, I'm. Pu- I'm putting a lot of faith in Dante's abilities lately, um, to the point where if AW were to go to war with like the Fetters or Ring of Honor or something like that, then they had to do that traditional like Survivor Series like tag team, choose your five best. I would honestly consider choosing Dante, putting Dante in that team. That is some high praise right there because. AEW stacked. That roster is stacked, man. To have someone to be like a representative for your full company and Dante being one of them, huge praise. He huge, would probably huge be, praise right he now. would also likely be the most humble too. He and which he probably should be. Yes. Right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we we but so it was very like it's highly unlikely that his head would get in the way unless he was too nervous or something. But I could I think he's been I, doing great. I think I disagree though. I think he would have the biggest head. Because he's so young. Like he's just so new to it. Like he's like I can, you know, I can hang with everyone, right? Kind of. Oh yeah, he, perhaps he did yeah. a little bit of that with Sonny. No, I think uh, he he was kind of <laughs> like, uh, you know, saying that uh, he he kind of had a. Sorry, not with Sonny, but uh, um, I think he's already kind of thinking that he's he's doing good, right? Because he's on a great roll right now. Yeah, yeah, winning streak for sure. So um, we was that the last match, right? Yes. So let's get into our superlatives, our spot of the night, which is the best move that we've seen, our work of the night, which was anything but a move, and our match of the night, right, which is self-explanatory. Let me start. Sounds good. My spot of the night, uh, honorable mention to uh, the Three Amigos by uh, Diamante that she gave to honor the late, great Eddie Guerrero, right, one of my favorite to ever do it. Uh, What a a legend, right? Uh, Eddie Guerrero, you, you talk about any of the big time stars in the biz today all of them basically have huge inspirations uh and admiration for eddie guerrero uh i feel like i wanted to give one more honorable mention because i know for sure what my what my uh uh, spot of the night is I, I always got to give one to the, uh, the fatality, right? I mean, by uh, by the Dark Order, the OG members of the Dark Order, the Super Smash Brothers themselves, fatality, fatality. was awesome, right? Always is. Uh, a Coast to Coast, another honorable mention. Coast to Coast by uh, Fuego del Sol, getting, uh, some, uh, getting some offense in himself, right? Hell yeah. But I need to give my spot of the night to... La Mas Dura Diamante for doing a Casadora into a stunner onto Queen Aminata. Queen Aminata is kind of really impressing me. Diamante 
is impressing me a lot. I think she is really like kind of like a an MVP of uh, Dark and Dark Elevation, doing putting great work into these matches. You know these what you would call dark matches, right? Matches that aren't getting that big shine from like the big show of the of uh, Dynamite. And Diamante is showing week after week that she is uh, a great workhorse and uh, an awesome talent with uh, stuff like this, the Casadora into the Stunner. Very cool. So Diamante, you are awesome. Your spot of the night. So yeah, my spot actually was in the match between Max Caster and Allen Five Angels, when Max, the way he won, he, he 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 wins with the chain shot to Five's face. Oh, that was so cool. And then you know he looks so shady. And then he even I can't believe they're having to see it when he's pinning Five. He has the chain still wrapped around his hand, and then has you know the refs raising his hand in there for victory. He's putting it in his pocket. <laughs> did the ref even see it? I feel no. Like he did. No. Well, well okay. it looks like he didn't. Either he didn't, or he just didn't care. <laughs> That's some good stuff right there. Uh, my work of the night is. Okay, I'm going to give an honorable mention to Max Caster when he was doing his rap. Uh, he said he was talking to Five, Alan Five Angels of the Dark Order. He said uh, he's got some intel. Uh, five can't get a date. He's an incel. I thought that was a good bar right there. It was really hilarious. You got bars, and, son. Uh, yeah, I kind of uh, right on the... Right, right on the... On the nose with that one, but uh, pre pretty funny, pretty hilarious. But my work in the night is that promo that we got from Ricky Starks. I actually had to write it down in my notes. That I was like, wow, this this promo is really good, and it's actually getting me really excited for their match. And what is the point of promos if not to do that? That's true, yeah. So I, I have to give my work of the night, Ricky Starks, absolute, right, Team Taz member. Uh, thank you for that. So my work of the night was when Mark Quinn of Pirate Party was following Butcher's Taunt. Yes! The stomps? <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, love it. Uh, Mark Quinn, Pirate Party. See, like, Party. that behavior right there, I don't It's, like, usually, like, it's indicative that he's mocking him or, like, he's so infatuated with him, so he's following <laughs> his taunt. Yeah, like, he's, like, his hero. Really, yeah. really funny. Uh, great, oh, great choice. Great choice right there. Yeah. Mark Quinn, uh, Isaiah Cassidy... These guys are very charismatic and very funny. Uh, <laughs> way more so than I thought that they would be, to be honest. Um, and yeah, d these guys are surprising me with uh, their work outside of the ring. So, and I was already, you know, very interested from their in-ring work. So, uh, great job, great job, Private Party and Mark Quinn for giving us that. I love that. Remember, I remember when the first time I saw Kyle O'Reilly in NXT, like he didn't get the mic. Right, he wasn't the mouthpiece of the group. It was uh, his boy, right, Cole. Yes. And uh, he was just showing so much character without saying anything, just with his movements and you know the way he walked and uh, what he would do after moves and and the way he would taunt the crowd. It it was great, great character work. And sometimes when you can't get a mic and stuff like that, you know, you do things like that to give yourself some more character. Right? Some more insight on the audience to give up. Who is this guy? Right? Instead of just standing there. 
Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. What was your match of the night? My match of the night is great question. I was so locked in on everything else, right? I was like, wow, um, you know, I want my, I know what my match of the night is. I know what my spot of the night is, but to uh, to have the match of the night, um, this one's a tough one. I will go uh, with kind of like which was what was the real uh, main event, right? Max Caster versus Alan Angels. It was the yeah. second to last match, but I think they kind of built it as the main event. I, I wanna, I think uh, that one is is a good one to go on. I want to give an honorable mention to Queen Aminata and Diamante though, because uh, Diamante, I, I'm saying uh, she is doing great. Yeah, I agree. But I think Queen Aminata, I, I'm I'm interested in her. She's got she's got me interested in what she has to bring to the table, so I, I would like to see uh, uh, her maybe uh, get some more matches in on dark elevation. Maybe see if we can work her way up. I'm interested to see what she got, what she's got. So yeah, uh, Max Caster, Allen Angels, Allen Five Angels, right? Um, great match. Obviously, we got that dirty tactics by the acclaim. But I love it because I love the acclaim. But yeah, we love that stuff. And Alan Angel's showing his athleticism with like that second rope moon. So you got to love that. Um, your match of the night. Uh, I got to give it to the one. I spoke about it already, but I got to give it to to Dante Martin and um, Fight Little Soul. Yep. Mm-hmm. I really love that match. Just Athleticism so out the butt. Yeah, and the thing with Fuego the Soul is that Dante was a perfect opponent for him because we knew it wasn't going to be one-sided. He wasn't going to get owned. It also helped showcase Fuego the Soul's abilities. When I imagined the future of wrestling, it was like towards this. Yeah. No, I see why for you me, say that. For yeah. me personally. So, uh, yeah. Sorry, did you have anything else to say on the match? Oh uh, no, because I already spoke most of, um, of course, yeah. you know, a lot about it earlier. Yeah. So I was like, oh wow, I, like, so <laughs> I had to just include it as my match of the night. Damn! And this is, I think, it's probably the third match of the, that I've picked that involved Dante. Dante's Dante's on his way up, and he's, uh, you know, he's he's kicking it up a notch. I think. Yeah, once Darius comes back, I really hope that these, you know, still. Is translate into like some being still a good team or even a greater team now, and I really want them to win the tag titles. Yeah, I don't think Dante was shining this this much, and nowhere near, not even close to the amount he's shining right now as a as a solo guy. Also, I don't think this will happen, but I really hope this doesn't spark any jealousy between the brothers, whether it's storyline or even real life. Yeah, uh, yeah, hopefully not. Yeah. No, no, I don't. I would hope not. But yeah, like, we'll see. <laughs> right, we'll we'll see. Uh, that does it for us. Uh, tune in to AEW Dark. Uh, it's live on YouTube on Tuesday nights, right? So, uh, but obviously, if you don't want to watch it live, you don't have the time. You can watch it anytime after that on YouTube. So, uh, too sweet, me good brother. And take it easy, everyone. Peace. Lucha! Lucha.